Hi, I'm Jacob Knudsen, and you are listening to Gut Talks, double G U double T. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I can't show you right now, but I have like a thousand things here that I needed just, you know, to play music or to whatever. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's faster than going and clicking on a hundred buttons or opening mm-hmm. 10. Mm-hmm. Like I have three screens here. Nice. <laughs> so you did solve uh, some of these problems because it was a bit annoying, especially to those who are not really gifted technically. So going back a little bit, I just want to touch on something you were saying. I, I know I'm jumping a bit back and forth, mm-hmm. but you're mentioning workshops for those who are not very familiar with workshops, what kind of workshops you were running before, uh, Butter? And now I know who you're reaching out to, who, who's your target audience. But before that, what led you into understanding or seeing that there's an opportunity here? Yeah, I mean, professionally, I ran strategy workshops when I was in, in consulting. Uh, so that could be facilitating a strategy session with the management team of larger corporations. In When I was in agency, it could be discovery workshops uh, when we were like trying to create a, a digital marketing strategy with uh, the marketing team. Uh, so that'd be like, that'd be a lot of these types of workshops that I, I ran in the past. The way we defined workshops was people who try or... When you try to get people, a group of people from A to B, but where the B was unknown, right? So you're trying to get people through a process and you don't know the end result, but there is an end result. So that was very much what we did in the past. Same for the workshops that we did when we started, though, right before we started Butter, we, we even called them remote camp, you know, and, and try and to create a framework and all kinds of random stuff. But there we got created workshops where the outcome was to create a remote strategy for those teams that were suddenly pushed remotely by by COVID in terms of how their internal processes should run, how their cultural setup should be, all of these various things. So that would those would be reasonably concrete. Oh, and the workshops would be, say, 15, 20 people or something like that, lasting two to three hours. Uh, so that would be kind of concrete examples of, of workshops that I did in the past. So you had like 300 to 500 interviews, you said. You did all on Butter. Mm-hmm. Were you using some of the older Butter features, you know, to run those interviews or they were just calls, actually. <laughs> yeah, I think they were mostly calls at that time because the older okay. button features were not very useful in any way. But some people grew curious, right? I mean, yeah. that was the thing. Some people just accepted it was an interview and like, oh, yeah, that's interesting. And then they popped out. But some people grew curious towards the end of the interview and like, hey, okay, what can this actually do, right? And those older butter features, I think at that time we had like the agenda that you could run and pre-create. We had a queue, chat, breakout, some of those things built into butter. Uh, where like today, it's it's a freaking powerhouse, a monster product, right? Uh, but back then it was a, it was very it was very <laughs> basic. But that was kind of how we got we got started there. But I we weren't using any of the the features per se for uh, for for the interviews themselves. Okay, so but that was an interesting way of acquiring. Put- potential customers, like I assume some of the 500 uh, got, you know, I got to know about Butter as a try it, you know, are those people part of the community? Are they still helping? How are you growing, like taking Butter to the next level? Yeah, so some of those people are, are part of the, the community to this day, and that's amazing. Mm-hmm. And some of them have been helping design and give direction for, for Butter all the way. The way that we've been doing that 
like so one thing is not just growing but but building the product we've been extremely focused on understanding the problems the processes the journeys of facilitators that do workshops and it's been pretty broad in terms of target so there are two different ways that we view the market one thing is types of companies can be a lot of different types of companies mm-hmm. the other is types of use cases right we've always been incredibly focused on the workshop and training use case but from company perspective especially in the beginning we were very broad it could be everyone from independent facilitators so in, freelance consultants that were doing workshops of different sorts to uh, large corporations learning and development teams that were doing internal workshops training people very broad now we've narrowed down a bit and we focus uh, very specifically on small and medium-sized agencies and consultancies where we're seeing the most uh, traction with the product at the moment. In terms of growing the product, it's been since day one very much what you'd call product-led growth. So two main motions that kind of where we acquired new users. One way would be kind of what we did in the interviews with people who are in a butter session. They can experience butter, the butter session, and then they plop out, uh, they, they, they they sign up for butter afterwards. And the second part is word of mouth. People have been part of a butter session or have used butter. They talk about butter quite a lot. And yeah. because we have a visual product and then say, hey, come and t- sign up for butter. It's it's awesome. So that's kind of what's what to this day is 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 driving our growth <laughs> okay because I, i've been obviously seeing your uh, posts personal posts on oh, yeah. social media but butter posts as well super active um and i kind of felt that the messaging is for like facilitators or smes as you're saying less enterprise kind of yes. software this is what you discovered over time was that part of you know how you found, how did you find your product market fit somehow it was very much how people who responded well to things and okay. how people responded to things we were always focused on the facilitator user and actually it's not so much and that's why our communication is actually not so much towards smes or large orgs or whatever our communication is towards this specific persona that is the facilitator it also alienates people that don't even know what a facilitator is or don't facilitate Mm -hmm. or whatever which might be a challenge but i believe very much in hyper focus when it comes to a startup and in terms of how we kind of found also our then unique uh, the the target company that was the best that's mostly been through hey who onboards themselves and who purchases butter and uh, and and who uses us the most frequently that's kind of been and and who gives the best feed like the most positive feedback where do we make the most of a difference uh, for, for for people you have a massive big, big community i guess so you're getting uh, lots of feedback yes and that kind of relates to i guess like now i said we're more product and that's true but there's also two big legs that we kind of stand up in terms of supportive growth mechanisms one is the content that you mentioned like linkedin is a big channel for us in terms of creating awareness but it's very top of funnel stuff right and the other part is the community which which also helps us uh, kind of create ambassadors for butter and, and, and create awareness around butter and facilitation it starts with the gut it ends with the gut it's in your gut Talks. This is the end of this episode of this segment with Jacob Knutsen, co-founder and CEO of Butter. Thanks for listening. <laughs>